Peter Truth, what's good with you? Black African Power, man. Black African Power. Let the house fill up a little bit, man. We get it cracking a little bit in here. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. What up? You know, I got gamers on the pseudo killers. They straight gamers for real. <laughs> <laughs> I see the two gamers right now. Super gamers. What's good, family? We already live, man. Get this thing. Get everybody in here, man. What it do? What's going on with your concrete coin? What it do? Man, not much, man. Okay. All right. Happiest Friday. Happy as the weekend, you know. It's been a been a, a long week. Been getting some reading. In. What's up, CK? You been? How you been? Ahem. P. P. Let this fill up a little bit more. Where my dad on book at, man? Grab my book, man. Let the people pile up in the audience. Got some heavy books, man. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna highlight that joint, uh, Corey. Oh, uh, that uh, new cosmos. Yeah, yeah, that Cosmos joint, y'all. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah, you hear me? Yep, yeah, I hear you. Try getting a better. All right, man, this damn TV too loud, man. Hold on, man. Getting this thing straight. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like this. I like that new Cosmos because it's got the pictures and everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Corey, show, show the audience the book, yo. I gotta grab a light, yo. All right. Give me a brief on the joint, yo, real quick. Hey, Yana, hey. Yana. 
So What's the the new cosmos by David Etcher? Specifically chapter seventeen is what I was reading up on. The meaning of the life of the universe. Yeah, yeah. We was having a discussion last night uh, about whether life was in the universe, how likely life was throughout the universe. Where at? Uh, so we we it was it got real interesting, but I had stumbled upon this chapter, and uh, it basically covered you know our whole conversation. So we're gonna kind of get into that a little bit when I get it get get it together here. Yeah, you. But uh, yeah, that's a good question though. How likely is you know what what is the meaning of life? You know, how do you define the life? How do you define life? And um, you know, how how likely is life in in the universe? You know what I'm saying? What you think about that, CK? Think about what? Can you speak up a little bit? Hold on, let me turn my volume up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Mozart to ask you. The, the likeliness of, of life in the universe. Mm, well, I'm on the side of I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not one of those people that's like going to definitely say, oh, there is life out there in the universe. You know, the way I see it is that it don't exist until we find it. Okay, okay. Yeah, stick to the yeah, mark. I'm, I'm, clo I'm, I'm, clo I'm close. I'm close. I'm close there with you. I'm close there with you, CK. I, ain't, I mean, I would ain't like for there to be. Way. That would be kind of cool. Stick though. to the multitasking. Stick to the multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> no signs. It I depends. Never heard no oh, signs how about this? Yet. How about this? How about this? I'll rephrase what I said. Yeah, come on. It know. depends on the definition in which we're describing life. Or we're talking about, oh, we're finding fucking water over here and that's life. No, I'm talking about, yo, I need to see some plants. I need to see some type of uh, uh, organism that, you know, can reproduce, you know, like plants. Those are organisms that can reproduce bacteria, viruses. Uh, what do you think about the, the probability? I haven't seen, I haven't been exposed to anything that leads me to believe that there is. But I would okay. like to. Yeah. I would like to think that there is. I would like there to be something else out there. It would be kind of cool. You know, if we saw something that's different from us that maybe they don't use oxygen to breathe. Maybe they don't, you know, communicate by speaking. Maybe they don't it's look great. humanoid like how we look if we were to find something else out there. But I have not been exposed to anything that leads me to believe there is anything out there like that. So wow. yeah. on the side of I see, what I see. But see, even when we talk um, about life for another time, we ain't just talking about things that look like this. this is even like grass, like even, you know, 
a flower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That would be some big news on another planet. You know? That would be early in life. But um so man, let me holler out, let me let me shout out the people, man, that's in this joint, man. We got twenty two thousand here, man. Uh Sutton, what's good with you? I see you. Uh-huh. Omar Reed, what's good? Charles Goodwin, what it do, what it do? Brother Logic, RMF, what's up? I see you in that queen, what's good? Queen Cheetah, what's up with you? Yeah, Black African Power family, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Yeah, we're going to do it right up here tonight. We're going to be talking about life a little bit. And um, I'm going to show you. Y'all, y'all want to have a conversation. We're going to have a damn conversation, man. So let's get this cracking, man. Black African Power. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woohoo we Man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's God killer in the house. Look, we coming to do what we got to do. We're going to do what we got to do. We standing strong. We standing tall. Pseudo killers on deck. What's good, Concrete Coy, man? What's up with you, man? What's good? Man, I'm trying to, you know, have a good conversation tonight, get some information and, you know, share what I know and uh, learn what I don't. Yeah, that's right, man. Hey, Clark Kent, what's up with you, man? What it do? What it do? Man, ain't too much, man. Feeling good, fresh off the Jeezy and Gucci main battle, you know what I mean? And feeling good about that. But uh, yeah, man, just chilling, man. What's going on with you? Hey, man, same old thing right here, man. Just always up for the challenge, man. Always up for the daggone conversation, man. Y'all know the uh, title of the show, man. Um, yeah, we we dealing with space. Yeah, you know I mean, man, for the love of Christ, man. You know what I'm saying? That's where they really got us at. They got us for the love of Christ. Hey, CK the poet, the multitasker, the gamer. What's up with you? What it do? What it do? Y'all already know what it is. Make sure y'all like and share the show. Try to get some people to come up through um, to watch us tonight. Hopefully we'll have uh, some good conversations, get some um, interesting conversations, not only on the panel, but in the chat, and maybe get some people from the chat to come on the panel as well. Um, Later on tonight, you know, once we get a decent amount of people uh, uh, watching the live stream, I do have an announcement. Well, I'll save that until then. But, hey, you know what it is. Pseudos died, they source. Pseudos died, they source. So, you know, I, I think, well, let me, let me get, let me make something real clear here. So we understand exactly what, what sons do, right? And let's get an approximate number. All right, for a minute here. Let me show you. Let's, let's really talk about this. Um, and we was kind of leading up to this because I did a whole show on water, right? And we know what water do for you. We know what water, we know what light do. When you start finding those things, man, somewhere around there, you're going to start finding some life, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not even, I don't even think that's a question. I, I the, the reality is when you're dealing with uh, the cosmos, man, you're dealing with you're dealing with deep time, man. You're dealing with distance, man. All right? And so that's the biggest obstacle. If it was life, things are light years away. So you, so in space, which we are in space, when you get outside of the, the sun's orbit, we measure things uh, based off of uh, 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 light years, right? And we talked about how long does it take for the speed of light to travel in a year, okay? 
And people get that mixed up with time. We're not dealing with time. We're dealing with distance. So whenever they're talking about light years, they're really talking about distance. And this is the factor that would keep us from ever finding life, would be that distance. You know what I'm saying? So like, what? Life on Earth is 3.5 billion? Approximate, right? I think that's what we're rolling with, 3.5 yeah. billion. They're, say, they're saying, they're saying 3.9 in uh, right here in this chapter that we're about to get into. Okay. So yeah, 3.9, yeah. Okay. Percent? No. Time. How long life been on planet Earth? Time. 3.5 billion. Or you said 3.9. That's why yeah. it's approximate. Okay, yeah. that's a long daggone time. Matter of fact, your mind can't even comprehend it. As a matter of fact, your mind can't even comprehend the, the, the size of planet Earth. That's why people talk about the flat Earth. They only understand the scale and size of planet Earth. <laughs> Let alone 4.3.5 billion years. So the Earth was what, 4.7 billion years old? Yep. 4.2. 4.2? No, nah, they, they say 4.5 is the. Is All right. As far okay. as I know, that's less than change, but yeah. Right. You know how long that is? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Universe, what? Universe, 13.5, 14, 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. You know, we always fighting to make sure we got proper books, proper information read up. And whenever we engulfed in the conversation, we're gonna bring uh we're gonna bring videos to the conversation, uh lectures of, of people, doctors, people that write on the damn subject, and we're gonna bring books. So we're not gonna read, we're not gonna look at the average YouTube video. We're also gonna look at animated. Uh, Kent does a great job of putting them little goddamn animated, easy to understand shit. Like that's, I really learned from that. That get my mind in order, right? To start listening to some of the show enough lectures, right? And, and then and then read the book. You did, then you find good authors out of these lectures and you get the book and then you get the audible book, audible joint and, and you couple it together. And then if you can get a guide, I like to get like, I do shit like this. In case y'all don't know, I like to get like the teacher's edition, the study guide. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not do shit like this. So this book, the half of it, has never been told slavery and the making of America, capitalism, right? I do shit like this. I'll get this. I mean, you got to be, you, you, you. And, and so like, and, and so Corey, he kind of, he, this was his contribution this week. Last week, Egan is on to get to work. I personally think he overpaid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt I did. <laughs> but I'm a I'm a avid I'm an avid book collector, book shopper. Yeah, you know I'm saying, I, hey, and I like to. I think we like the hardback books. So this conversation, bring we we knew we had some literature on it. Uh, Vance, he brought in the, uh, he always put in the detail, like I said, he bring you, he brings the detailed lectures of intelligent people 
uh, talking on the subject matter. So there is no, there's no amening on the pseudo killers. There's no amening. All right. There's no, okay, we're taking your word at it. Uh, the competition get thick around here. Uh, being ferocious with your reading, however you want to do it, is it, it, it's just there, y'all. So yeah, we in the midst of life and all that talking. So I wanted to, I wanted to hit y'all with this real quick. Um, what's that? I just wanted to point out too. These help you too. This is great courses. I don't know my my oh, life, yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this is this is great courses. It's you know black holes or whatever. But this gives you uh, a good lecture. Now I got the book, but this help you out, you know, to understand the book a little bit better when you're reading the heavy books, you know, with the with the you know terminology and all of that. You know, what I'm saying this helps you understand it. And you can get into the heavier books, you know. So I just wanted to share that. And great courses is off the chain. I like I like them Jones too, man. Mm. Okay, so man, I wanted to try to find. I cannot believe. So we wanted to talk about uh, CK. She was like, if she don't see it, she ain't going for it. So so basically, science is predictive. Okay, so watch this. We know what suns do. Suns are really elements. Element producers. They produce elements. They're element producing machines. Literally, that's what they do. Okay. And when gra- when they can no longer fight fight the force of gravity, uh, they implode on themselves. The core gets hard metal. I forget the name of the metal, right? And can no longer hold back the gravity. Iron. Huh? Pro- Go ahead. Once it produces iron. Then the the sun is start to the the die after that wants to start to produce iron. Well, go ahead. Okay, right, because it can't hold back the gravity no more, and then it goes dwarf. Okay, it goes dwarf, white dwarf. Okay, some some suns go white dwarf, right? Then some go supernova. Okay, now they explode. When they explode, all the material you know what I'm saying any suns are strewed all over the cosmos. Okay. Uh, clouds, some, 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 some end up being clouds, some end up being dust, you know what I'm saying? And out of these clouds and out of these dusts, new suns are produced. But the key point is, suns produce elements. So we got about, in the Milky Way, we got about oh, 200,000. One more thing, I'm just not to interrupt you again, but some suns, when they go supernova, some of them produce a black hole too. I mean, yeah, yeah, a, a black hole. So. Good point. Yeah, add that in there. That's a point. That's a point. That's a point. So we got about 200,000 suns, 240,000, 300,000 suns in the Milky Way galaxy. Okay? Approximately 200 million. That's a lot. My fault, my fault, my fault. No, no. 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 Galaxy. My fault, 200 billion. It's 400 million. It's 400 billion, I mean. Billion. Uh, you gonna go big? I say two hundred billion, but you say four hundred. We good? No, it's four hundred billion. Yeah, he went big. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me see. I'm gonna come to the little. Well, I said, I'm coming to this NASA site. What they saying? All yeah, right. They say our sun is just one of two hundred billion stars. But that, well, okay. We can we can play back and forth. But you, that's a hell of a number there, y'all. Yeah. That's a hell of a number for element producing. 
<laughs> machines. Do you, are you starting to get this point here? You know I'm saying now I did the lecture on water all over the damn cosmos. So you got water all over the cosmos. Prerequisite for life. You got suns. You know what I'm saying? 400 billion to 200 billion suns in the Milky Way galaxy. That's just in the Milky Way galaxy. How many galaxies do we have? Another 300 billion galaxies. Okay? Sprued all over the cosmos. Now that starts to give you like a little, a little, a little exercise in trying to wrap your mind around that. Huh. Where you at, Vance? How you doing, brother? Man, blanked out. How y'all doing? What's good? Peace to the panel. I'm having some technical difficulties. My Wi-Fi bugged out right about now. Man, real quick, yo, before you fall asleep. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I ain't about to fall asleep. What's good? I need you to talk about real fast, right? So we, we're at about 400 to 200 billion suns in the Milky Way galaxy. We had about 300 billion galaxies, right? Real fast, let's talk about leaving the gravitational field of the sun real quick. What what probe was that? Well, let's talk about that for a minute. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to give people an idea of just how long shit take. Talk about that real fast. Uh, are you talking about the Voyager spacecraft? It just uh, a couple years ago. Maybe. Good. No, go ahead. What were you about to say? What's the significance of that? When did they launch that? I think they launched it in 1966. If I'm not in the 60s. Mm. Um, so and it just now left the uh, heliosphere, the sun's gravitational field, and it went quote unquote interstellar. So yeah, it's it's the first human object to reach that distance. That's the significance of it. And they just made contact with it actually a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week, and booted it back up. Okay, hear you. You, you. Where I go out at? No, I can hear you now. You were saying that they just did what made con what happened. Oh no! What I was saying was they they were out of contact with it for a little brief moment, mm -hmm. just because it's not doing much. It's just going through space, and they uh, just a couple weeks ago uh, made communication with it again, just to boot it back up to see if it was still functional. So yeah, it's, it's very significant. How, how, did, did, did they tell you how many miles it's traveled? Um, I'm not even sure. I can look it up. Uh, yeah, but that's a man. That was in a, that man. You talking about sixty years almost to get out of the ground yeah. to feel the sun? You know the sun. The sun is uh, like ninety three million miles away from us. Mm, facts. Exactly. Facts. So Voyager 2 is now 11 it's billion light. miles away. It's you know, eight is eight light minutes away. That's what it is. Okay, eight light minutes. He ain't say light. He say eight light minutes. About as far as the sun. Eight That's no, it's further minutes. than the sun. That is the sun. 90, 93, million, 93 million miles. That's about as far as the sun is. Voyager is 11 billion miles away. Oh, 11 billion. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. It's outside. Of, it's left the gravitational field. It's left the sun bubble. Yeah. Right. It's out there. <laughs> yeah, we, we, just sent, we just sent the probe to the sun 
last that, year. It don't take I, it don't take that, that long to get to the sun. Yeah, is it? What's that? Is that a light year? Uh, eleven. Uh, how many? How many miles are in a light year? Um. What you say? How many? How many, how many miles? How many miles in a light year? Uh. Man, I used to know that. Gonna, no, right. it's not. The orc cloud is is one light year. It ain't it ain't reached the orc cloud yet, so it ain't there. Oh, okay. Approximately. Let's see. Um, oh my god, didn't put it. It's the e to light year. Yeah, man. you said I don't know, know that e plus twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't it ain't it ain't nowhere near that. Um, Twenty-four thousand yeah. miles uh, to obtain an idea of the size, the size of a light year. Take a circumference of Earth, twenty-four million miles. Twenty-four million miles. Lay it out. Uh, so it's half by seven point five. Uh, hold on, we can we can go right to the encyclopedia to get the. We had to do the kilometers. That's why we need to start talking in kilometers, man. It's a little easier. Uh, the length of light year, the length unit expressed uh, astronomical distance and equivalent to about. 9.46 trillion kilometers mm -hmm. or 5.5.88 trillion miles. That's a light year. Yeah. Oh, okay, right, right, right. It ain't no trillion is a trillion is a number that people is hard to fathom. <laughs> yeah, y'all listen to this. I mean, come on, man. Let's man, how long let's let's really see and 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 and, and we put it together so y'all could just kind of get a glimpse of how large this galaxy so if it was life right anywhere like how could you connect with it think about think about the point i'm making the nearest watch this the nearest galaxy is what andromeda and yeah. that's what was that 20 let me see andromeda let's see how close andromeda is while we playing why you looked that up? I just want to. I just want to say that Milky, the Milky Way galaxy, is a hundred thousand light years across. Mm. What? That, that's a, that's that's huge. That's, oh, that's, 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 <laughs> the nearest the, the nearest star is four point three light years. <laughs> the near, no, wow. our sun is the nearest star. What you mean? No, I'm talking about the nearest star other than our sun is oh, like four point three okay. light years. Okay, okay. Okay, so let's get it real quick. Andromeda Galaxy, also known as, what's this, Maser 21 or M31 or NGC 224 and originally Andromeda Nebula. See below, it's a, is the borrowed spiral, is a barreled spiral galaxy, approximately 2.5 million light years, 70, wow. 770 kilo. What's this kilo man? Kilo furl seconds? The hell is that? From Earth and and the nearest major galaxy to the Milky Way. All right, man. So you talking about 2.5 million light years? You you see the scale of that? First of all, we have found nothing that travels the speed of light. So if you're thinking you're taking a damn machine and travel the speed of light, that's not going down. That's no. not what's happening. So I think that the, uh, the life part is easy. Actually, 
realizing that based off of 400 to 200 billion suns, suns explode, right, and create more suns and dust, and dust create planets climbing to each other, moons, water. So for me, it's it makes more sense to say that life is abundant in the cosmos as opposed to saying, well, I don't think it's no life. The scientists I hear, right, going to lean more towards it being life in the cosmos. Now, the debate would be what type of life or what kind or what is it? Is it this? And that's the conversation we was having. But as far as saying that the probability of there's more chances of it being life in the cosmos, right, than not. But there's damn near no chance of you actually running across it based off of the sheer distance and, and, and size, right, of where we live at. So that's what I wanted to say to you, CK. I know you're off in the daggone playing some game right now. I know you is. I just not Don't be hating, <laughs> I heard the bullets popping. I hear the bullets. <laughs> I hear the bullets. So I, I would predict that based off of suns which produce planets and water and the whole nine yards that that life is all part of this thing i would say that but i'm saying but the, but, but but linking up with it and then you would have to link up with life like you how about communicating to it like mm. how would that work you know what i'm saying like we can't even communicate the bacteria bacteria don't let us know it's there something has to happen for you to know it's there like how would you and it and if suppose it was like that reach reached the same level that we reached, which ain't even the damn level we just think it is. It ain't, mm -hmm. We ain't no smarter than nothing else. I know y'all want to try to make it seem like that. We're not. We're not special. How would you communicate? Billion years away. Like, by the time we linked up, this civilization be gone. Like, Mars, how about Mars, man? Mars had rivers and oceans, y'all. And, and by the time we were smart enough to send something to Mars, that shit was been over with billions of years ago. See what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, somebody okay. add something to that. Hey, so they found um, in, in uh, 1996, right, scientists announced that they found protein fossils of life in, in Martian uh, meteorites. You know what I mean? Oh, what does that mean? So the, the, so the fossils is, um, you know, the remnants of the... Uh, microbial life that was that once was on Mars already there they got it was a meteorite um that crashed here on earth because you know earth pulls in some of the the Martian you know dust and all of that and surface or whatever you get meteorites from from Mars here on earth and they looked on they looked it took them a while, but they looked at it and they, they found the um, the fossilized um, microbial uh, life on there. Now it's it's debatable because they like, well, was this life or what? You know what I mean? They they trying to determine like the argument is what is considered life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so will we? Was, so, so these Go are ahead. the actual. These are actually like proteins like um, the um, ribozoic nucleic, nucleic acids and stuff, like the RNA and all of this, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. the RNA, which is, you know, these um, prokaryotic, you know, um, microbes or, or, you know what I'm saying? 
microscopic uh, prokaryotic life. I guess you could say I don't. You know, what I mean, it's like I said. That's the argument, whether you want to call that life or not. You know. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So, so, go ahead. So we already know that 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 um, you know, you find these same things. Um, in interstellar space, you know what I'm saying? You can go out and find these same things on comics and, and all the rest of the things. So, you know, like, obviously, um, the everything that's needed for the evolutionary process to start is already in the cosmos. So, you know, it's, it's undoubtedly that we we not here by ourselves, whether you want to call like this, you know, other life intelligent or not, that's, you know, you know, that's a case by case basis. That's subjective right there. So that's all I wanted to add on that. Uh, let's see. So let's come to, let's come to chapter 17. Matter of fact, in the first couple of sentences, it said nothing drives astronomy like that oldest of all philosophical questions. Are we alone in the universe? Spacecraft missions uh, concentrate on Mars because of the red planet's relative similarity to Earth and the existence of water there, leading to the possibility of micro uh, of micro, micro life. It says microbial microbial life. Uh, 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 microbial life. It says a rapidly growing. Uh, college industry of finding the study. Okay, let me say this real fast. Hold on. The real problem, as I said earlier, is how do we tackle the problem of being able to link up at the same time when we at the same level to be able to communicate? Because maybe we maybe we super dumb in the universe. You ever thought about that? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like maybe the ants are superior. I know the ants have managed to live on, the, uh, on Earth for like a couple hundred thousand years, a couple million years, y'all. Termites They've been around since... In, in, six, I, yeah. Billions of years old, I believe. I ants no billions and of sex, years And sex before mammals, right? Yeah. Of course. At least they're at least <laughs> hundreds of millions. I'm gonna say at least hundreds of millions of years old. That's what I'm gonna say. Oh, say hundreds of millions. Hold on. Insects. I don't know. Yeah, you might be right. Let's see. Ants. How old are what? Ants or or um insects? Ants. Insects. Either one. Insect life came before. Uh... I tell you what. I tell you what. Is is trillions and trillions? It's more. It's more ants in and on the earth than it is grains of sand on the on, on all the beaches. <laughs> yeah, they old though, y'all. They got about three thousand one hundred six species. Yeah, hmm. yeah. All right. Um, and they are. Uh, hold on, man. I think we yeah, had some, y'all know some of the queens live for thirty to fifty years, yo. Did you know that? What, what said that some termite queens live up to thirty to fifty years, unlike ants, which yeah. undergo a complete metamorphosis. Each individual termite goes through a 
an incomplete metamorphosis. Dang. Taxonomy and evolution. So they give you the evolution of, that, uh, of the, hold on. Damn, how, how old are they? Damn. Let me see. Hold on. I think we went down a rabbit hole with the ants, though. <laughs> Why? We all do that, though. Yeah, you might well just do insects. <laughs> Oh, you want to do insects? Oh, we always do that. We, we start, so we we end up going somewhere else. <laughs> I ain't gonna leave. It. No, I ain't gonna lose. It. I ain't gonna get off. I ain't, I ain't gonna get off. I know where. I, I know you. You just made me forget why I said it. <laughs> you just rabble hold me. Hold on. No, I was just trying to say no. My my point with that was I just wanted to get the. It's probably my fault, more more. So. Yeah, I think the point was was that. <laughs> Yeah, 120 million. It said 120 million years, man. Yeah, Terrain I see. I knew they had more than 120 million years. Huh? I knew they had to at least be around 100 and something. Yeah. So, yeah, I went in the rabbit hole. Let me get out the. Let me get out the rabbit hole. Let me climb up out of there, brush the dust off me. The reason why yeah. I said it was was that we we only been around 300,000 years. So who's to say we're gonna make 120 million years? That's the point I wanted to make here. Yeah. 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 You feel me? Mammals ain't a hundred million years old. No, mm -mm. ain't they ain't two hundred and fifty? At two hundred and fifty million, when people play the dinosaur game, when you got mm -hmm. dinosaurs, you don't got no mammals. I think you might got a mammal dinosaur mix at two hundred fifty million years, like where where, where you had the uh, Earth was no. the all the planets was together. You talking about you talking about at sixty five million? That's when the dinosaurs ended at sixty five million. Yeah, but 250, when people try to act like we walked over here because of Pangera, right? Oh, yeah. So Pangera started to break back apart at 200. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't no mammals. It wasn't right? no mammals. That's no. the point. I think it might have been a mix, like a, a half mammal, half dinosaur type of thing. All right? Don't quote me on that, but I swear to goodness I'm in a ballpark. No, no, not at, two, not, not at 250 million. No, you... You, you see, the, the, uh, here you go. You you shouldn't have did it. Now you're gonna make me go get the source up. No, no. You probably yeah, thought, I think he might got you, Corey. Five million. That's what let's you lay. Let's, let's go to the source. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I might. I think Unc might be on to something with that one. Uh, at at two hundred and fifty million. I said. I said. Yeah, he said a mix. Dinosaurs. Right, That's it's a mix. It's a reptile and a mammal as they yeah. as they split. Yeah, it's a mix. Let me see. Because we know we know that even in the dinosaur period that there was small mammals running around, so we know they were there. He's you just saying there at that time. Way later, way later. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I got him. I got him in a crosshairs, yo. Let me go ahead and shoot go you ahead. up. I hate to shoot up. Don't kill me. Don't I hate to shoot up a founding member. Go ahead. I I I wanna be because I'm almost positive on this one now. I'm willing to be wrong though. I'm willing to be wrong. Yeah, we all be wrong. Shit. I was wrong yesterday. Shit. We love being wrong. That's when we learn <laughs> something though. That's the funny part of it. Yeah. It's different. It's different around here being wrong. 
When you wrong around here, you actually learn something. We go down to yeah. we go underground and get all kind of books and shit. It'd be funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> you almost want to be wrong. Yeah, but I ain't wrong with this one though. I ain't going wrong with this one, y'all. I'm gonna pull out the rise of mammals article. Mammal evolution, information fact, National Geographic. That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with that. That's gonna get us right where we wanna be at. Hit me, hit me with that. They, they, you talking about around sixty-five million? If yeah, you're talking yeah, 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 talk, yeah, yeah. Any kind of animal talk. Yeah, you put some money. I bet you don't put no money on that though. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can drag them out there in deep water. Around sixty-five. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. Oh no. Got him. Got him, Coach. National Geographic. Bam. Where you at, CK? Damn it. Because that Damn. shrew, I know yes, sir. I the little shrew type, little mouse little thing that was running around. You talk, that's talk, I'm telling you, that's about 65 million right there. Yeah, we little. know mammals are 65, but I said there's a mix. Did you hear me? Half a mammal, mix? half dinosaur. Yes, no, a I mix. You know about that. You talking about you Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, CK, I don't know. But, but hold up. Isn't, um, isn't a platypus? Isn't a no, platypus? No. Some, 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 some just came on my uh, YouTube timeline about the tallest it says, it says. I'm about to send it to you in back chat, man. Early known mammals were a, were, hold on a spell it, were a Morganacupidids, dids, tides, M-O-R-G-A-N-U-C-O-D-O-N-T-I-D-S. Tiny, screw-sized mm, creatures that lived in the shadows of the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. 210 million years ago. Oh, okay, okay. I'm wrong. They I'm, were one of oh, different man. mammal lineages that emerged around that time. All living mammals today, including us, descend from the one line that survived. Hey, I was halfway right, though. I did say it was a shrew type animal, though. I did say that, though. Yeah, you just well, said we, we agreed. I, I just we agreed on the that day. point. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was crapped out on that. Hey, I can't believe they start coming around. See, because they they it was a split between the, the reptile and that shoe, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. I, thought, I thought that that um you know they extinction like when they start falling out, like they wasn't to- the dinosaurs wasn't totally extinct. And uh so maybe I this is might be just outdated information that I have on this, you know what I mean? But um I thought the dinosaurs wasn't totally extinct, so this led the way for that for that reptile to start to um, evolve, you know, into that shrew type animal. You know what I'm saying? Where it was a, the mix where y'all was talking about? It was a blend between the 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 reptile and the mammal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I thought that between that that period of you know that that meteor hitting or whatever it was. Um, that uh that it went made the dinosaurs extinct 
that's when they started to come around more. You know what I mean? I know they, they started to thrive after that, but I didn't know they was already had been around before. You know what I mean? I didn't, that was, that's the information I didn't know. So yeah. Uh, 210. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. That's, that's, uh, that's brand new information to me. And, and I learned something today. See? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it says in the 1960s, evidence emerged that the world's that, that the world's land masses were once assembled into a great continent called Pangaea. Around 225 million years ago, Pangaea began to split into the northern continent called uh, Laurasia and its southern counterpart, Godiwana. Yes, yeah, the Malachi. You try to hit niggas with that? Huh? Fake you out for real. It said each continent carried its own cargo of animals based on the known fossil records. Scientists believe that the, ancest- the ancestors of mammals live today. The ancestors of mammals live today, emerged in the north and then migrated south all the way to Antarctica and Australia as land bridges. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Man, the fucking thing stopped. And speedily developed between the continents. All right, my shit froze up. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Did, did you get that though, uh, CK? Yes, sir. I already threw it in the chat. All right, you put that in the chat for him? Mm-hmm. Scientists who trust fossils and those, hold on, let me see. Scientists who trust fossils and those who look to uh, the genes agreed on at least one thing. Mammals were starting to come into their own around the time of the Morgan-Nucosad tides. What in the world is that? I'm going to try to pronounce that again. The Morgan... See if you pronounce this, CK. Morgan... Where is it? Right here. Hold on. I'm going to put it on the screen. Right there. Scientists trust the fossils. I spelled it for the audience, the M-O-R-G-A-N-U-C-O-D-O-N-T-I-D-S. You know that's t- more gan. Not quite sure where you're where more you're at. Cooler tides. Huh? Hold on. Right here, look. Let you get a crack at it. <laughs> I suck at pronouncing stuff. College grad. College grad. Here you go. College grad, get you on here. Can you see it? See it? There you go. What's that? Where you go? Pronounce that. Oh, uh, it's 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 just now sharing. Morgan, more. Hold on, let me look at it from Zoom. It's taking a minute to show on YouTube. Who do the tides? Ha! <laughs> you still can't see it. Uh. Yikes. What the hell is this? You can spell. Come on, Shorty. You went to college. That don't mean nothing. I never college. never said I was good in English. Went to college, college. So it's Morgan, and then it's a U, and then Condontides? Condontides. Morgan Nuka the Tides. Yeah, Morgan Nuka the Tides. How about that? Well, I was close. I was right there, and I was in the game. Okay, they're tiny jaw bones about an inch to... Well, why don't you just copy the word and then just put it in Google and then just ask Google to pronounce it for you? All right, we're going to do that too. 
You should just know that they just a, a piece of the jawbone. That's all. Came up with this word. Nah, right? they, they tiny jawbones is about seven, seven centimeters. Is a long uh, show just how different the mammalian form was from the giant reptile world. See that? So I don't think it means jet. That's the actual thing, though. You know, you think it's the same jawbone? Uh, their jawbones were uh, beginning to fuse into one piece. This is very different from the reptile jaws. Uh, which are made up of several bones, says paleontologist Rich. All right. Um, anyway, so yeah, I got y'all out of there on that one, though. Um, let me see. That's why, man, I mean, you hear so much better than the reptiles. Oh, they're talking about the bone. You know, this is a good one. Jaw bones beginning to fuse together very different reptiles. Uh, let me see. Sam Noble, uh, Oklahoma Museum of Natural History. It's a modern, watch this, modern modern mammal bones uh, migrated backward to become, watch this, y'all. Don't forget this, the small bones of the middle ear. Okay, that's why mammals here so much better than reptiles. Now watch this, and I'm gonna get out the rabbit hole. We're gonna get back to where we at on that chapter, all right? So this is important right here for evolution, y'all. Right here, right here, right here. This right here, right here. This right here. See, this it. The small bones of the middle ear. That's deep. See, so the small bones in the middle ear. Allows it allows mammals to hear. We all mammals got that small little bone, right in the middle ear. Now watch this. We know whales are mammals because they got that small bone, right in the middle ear. Okay, that's how we know they mammals, and they they can't hear that well in water. I'm gonna say this again. Whales can't hear well in water. Why? Because this evolutionary process took place on land, which allows mammals to hear great. You know, certain animals, based on where the ears are turned, can hear great distances above, you know what I'm saying, on land. But in water, it's not good. So that's why we know whales were up on land first, because of that little bone. That's a little tidbit for y'all to understand. That should give y'all some clarity. Anybody want to add something before we dive back out the rabbit hole and get back on life in the cosmos? Anybody want to add to that? Nah, that's a good point, though. I didn't, I didn't think about that small bone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that evolution thing right there, man. That's how we know. That's small bone in the ear. Mm -hmm. That's how we surely know them daggone whales. You know what I'm saying? That's how we know they mammals. That's how we know. That's one of the reasons why we know they mammals with a little bone. And that's another reason why we know they was on land first. And ain't none of y'all getting around that. Simple as that. Let it go. Not to mention the tail that all of us have in the womb. So if y'all wanna play the little monkey joke, 40 million years ago, right? We had an ancestor that did come from monkeys. 40 million years ago. What's the difference between a monkey and an ape? Monkeys have tails and apes do not. But since monkeys predate apes, right? We lost our tail. Humans, y'all wanna play with the humans? Later on the show, I'm gonna show y'all that humans actually have tails in the womb and we lose it 
at a certain period in the womb, but we have tails. I ain't talking tailbone. I'm saying tails. But go ahead, somebody. I see you, Sosa. How you doing, brother? Everything good, man. I see y'all rocking with the cosmos. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We having fun, man. We just we just starting to yeah. warm it up. Start up the engines. Hey, I got. They got that book on the audio book. I got, I got, a, I got a credit too. I'm ready to use my little my, my Amazon joint. Oh they no, they don't. No, they don't. don't. You gonna want to? You gonna want to get a, uh, the copy of this one because uh, it's got the pictures. It's got the pictures and the you know the figures in it. You know, in it. You know, what I mean, it's real detailed though. You gonna want the copy. I'd be like and have both because that way I can I can assume a lot of information when I just pop my yeah. headphones in. Like, no, me too. I do the same thing. Yeah, I can run through them books in audio book. That's mm -hmm. ain't no joke. It ain't no joke riding down the street jamming. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You turn that radio smooth off and be just straight listening to <laughs> information. Yeah. yeah. That's real right there. There ain't no joke right there. All right. Let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So check, let me let me throw this last one in. Most of China mammal fossils were were were, were formed when volcanoes buried the animals in the ash. And they are exquisitely, exquisitely detailed. Typical mammal fossils from the Mesozoic era. 252 million to 66 million years ago. A little more than teeth and jaw fragments, but Chinese specimens often have entire skeletons with fur, skin, and eternal organs. We have a lot of detail to answer scientific questions, says Ming. Uh, he is interested in the understanding of the evolution of mammalia, ear, for instance, yeah, so yeah, this is from the journals, a journal of nature here, y'all. Um, I'm gonna put this in here and y'all make sure y'all go ahead and um so yeah, Corey is right though, so they upgrade the information though. They did. This is it, this this is a new article. This is uh October 2019. So Corey, you're absolutely right. That's the day we got you with the upgrade, bro. But I kind of knew, but I was on, you know what I'm saying? You know, I sit here all day long and read out the nature. And I'll be tripping sometimes. It take me forever. It take forever to read an article for me. Got out the dictionary, the this, that, and the other. I'm putting it in the YouTube to pronounce this shit right. Yeah, it'd be a little bit. Yeah, yeah it'd be hectic. It'd be a little hectic. You got right. to. You got to get it right, though. You got yeah, to get it yeah, right. you got to get it right, man. You right. Hey, you want to jump back into that? Uh, you got to. Yeah, that's what we want to do. I just want. I want everybody to put this in a pseudo killers, pseudo killer folder, and I'm gonna give it to um CK to post it. And let's get back into this. We we gonna get out the rabbit hole. <laughs> hey, we gonna go in another one anyway. But you gonna read like two more sentences? Then we <laughs> we'll be right back down another one. <laughs> into the that's the rabbit hole. How about the uh, the black hole? <laughs> <laughs> right back into the black hole, man. Hey, black hole. Yeah, don't let us stand there too long. All right, go ahead. Get, get, get to the chapter. I'm trying to get this CK. Go ahead. All right. Um, so you had read like the first paragraph of it. I want to get into some of the meat of it a little bit. Um, it says here, 
in the next in the very next paragraph that you read. Uh, it starts off. Of course, we know of only one example of life in the universe, right here on right here on Earth. Um, in the minds of some, that means the eyes of life being an extremely rare thing in the cosmos are high. At least uh, intelligent life, civilization that could communicate. Uh, they point back to the idea that Italy uh, physicist uh, Enrico, Enrico Fermi or whatever he That's was from right. the he was from the nineteen fifties raised in yeah he was raised in the nineteen fifties. Uh, Where you at? Where you at? The universe contained life. Uh, I'm right at the, in the second paragraph. All right, go ahead. Uh, then uh, where is it? Why hasn't life showed up on our doorstep? The so-called Fermi paradox still stands as a fair question, but the odds of life in the universe are strategically large. Uh, overwhelmingly. So, hold on, let me let me read that again. Uh, so the so-called Fermi paradox still stands as a fair question, but the odds of life in the universe are staggeringly large, overwhelmingly so, in the minds of the major, uh, the majority of astronomers and cosmologists. So the eyes, uh, the eyes of life is like the the major cosmologist is like yeah it's probably it's more more most likely life in the universe. Uh, to continue on, uh, recall that that the universe contains at least a hundred billion galaxies, and probably uh, considerably more because inflation theory means that. Uh, we are not seeing the whole universe. So uh, inflation theory is the, the dark energy that that um, keeps the universe expanding. So they saying we ain't even seeing the whole, we can't even see the whole universe. The only thing, all, all we can see is 100 billion galaxies. That's all we can see. So that's why they say the observable universe, am I correct? That's why they call it the observable universe. You, you're exactly correct. Um uh, so considering inflation means we are not seeing the whole universe that exists. And let's consider the number of stars in a galaxy like the Milky Way, about 400 billion stars. So let's, there you go. <laughs> let's, let's set inflation aside for what we see of stars, of star system near the sun planetary systems appear to be common and we are seeing the first glimpses of planets within habitable zones of their suns the areas in which water will be a liquid uh, from what we can see water is essential for life that goes to your point Unc. like you was making that point uh, earlier and yesterday you was trying you was making that point so that's a good point uh -huh. uh, 
astronomers certainly believe that something like 70 or 80% of stars have planets with a hundred billion galaxies in in the universe and to play it conservatively, let's assume roughly a hundred billion stars on average for each galaxy. <clears throat> That's That works out to be 10 billion billion stars in the universe. It, that I gotta repeat that again. That works out to be 10 billion billion stars in the universe and they said that's a conservative he's saying that's a conservative estimate now we know that the milky way galaxy got 400 billion stars in it and and that's that number is consists of um saying that galaxy the average galaxy has 100 billion stars in it so you know that is a very conservative number but um and and roughly 10 to the 22nd planetary systems that's 8,000 billion billion planetary planetary systems all right hold on let's look mm -hmm. right here real fast the picture right here with the scientists announced that they have found a potential fossil life in the martian uh meteorite allen hills uh that's eight four zero zero one they say but the life turned out to be a highly highly controversial uh, NASA, Stanford University. Let me read this little piece. It said, do you really believe that we are the only planet on which life exists or the only planet on which civilization exists with so-called intelligent life? Even simple logic and probability suggest that the odds seem mind-numbingly against that. Read that again for y'all. Do we really believe that we are the only planet on which life exists? or the only planet on which a civilization exists with so-called intelligent life. Even simple logic and probability suggest that the odds seem mind-numbingly against that. Mm. Go ahead, Cord. Where you at? Yeah. Hey, you, hey, hold on, y'all. We got that uh, ACK real quick. Uh -huh. we, I think we got a copy of this book. But they're gonna have yeah. to do something to get a copy of this book. They're gonna, yeah, they had to they're going to join something when you make that announcement. That's the only way they're gonna be able to get to that. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go, Corey. You go ahead, Corey. Uh -huh. Oh, my bad. I was on mute. My bad, my bad. Uh, uh yeah, I wanna, call I wanna, the I wanna tell the truth. Wanna, call the dude. <laughs> Getting uh, body. <laughs> uh, I I want to give away something too, man. I got a I got a little something to give away, to good information, man. But we'll do that another show or something. All right. You know, figure out to get some way to give it, give that away. But where where we at though, huh? Where you was at? We had to. But before examining the meaning of life in the universe, we need to begin by understanding just what life is. Defining life has proved to be intriguing and difficult task yeah. over the ages. Early materialists, like the Greek philosophers, I can't, uh, Epidules, am I saying mm -hmm. his name right? God damn. Yeah, something like oh. that. A, a Greek mark that lived 2,500 years ago, let's just say that. <laughs> For <a> nice <laughs> suggested that everything in the universe is made of a combination of four elements. 
earth, water, fire, and air. Changes in substance were to be explained by rearrangements of these four simple elements. By contrast, Greek philosopher Aristotle at 384 to 322 BC believed in the heliomorphism. Okay. The Heliomorphism, yes. Okay, heliomorphism. Did I say that right? Morphism. Heliomorphism. Morphism. Heliomorphism. Okay. Life consisting of a combination of matter and form, and that living beings got there from from a soul. Yeah, they back on a soul. Go ahead, you can pick up from there. All right. More recently, German chemist and uh, physician George Ernst Stolt. Uh, who he lived in uh, the 1700s, 16 to 1700s, suggested uh, a hypothesis of vitalism in which organic and inorganic matter were fundamentally different and that organic material can only be derived from living beings. But this ended in 1828 when German chemist Friedrich Holler uh, from the 1800s, synthesized urea from inorganic material, thus uh, inaugurating the field of organic chemistry. So that's a that's a good point too. Like oh. we have we actually have a field of study called organic chemistry. Like when people be asking, like where does life come from? These are the type of organic chemistry is is the area where you want to start to look because this is where chemistry becomes start to become biology. You know what I'm saying? But to, to go on, uh, and it, and it's a whole field of study dedicated to that. So just to let the audience know, uh, they call it abiogenesis. What is that called? Or organic chemistry. I Are you talking about uh, a abiogenesis? Yeah, 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 yep. But um, modern definitions of life start with a simple idea, where uh, when we when you see something that's alive, you know it. But the un the underpinning of the definition of life is more complex and consists of several attributes. First, living things display order. You know, and uh, for example, the arrangement of atoms in their molecules. Lots of inorganic molecules also have orderly arrangements of atoms. Think water, salt, etc. But living things must have order, while non-living things does not necessarily need to be ordered. Second, living things reproduce or are pro products or of reproduction. Reproduction is a, is a necessity of life. As, with, as without it, life would not go on. Um, so the third, and then they, and, and I think he got like six or seven points, but um, to go on, the third point is um, life exhibit growth, life exhibits growth and development. Living things grow and develop over time and part governed by their heredity, which in 
which is in turn controlled by inherited DNA. Although this might not be true for life elsewhere. And this is where this is where I think um, you advance was getting off, getting, you know, tied up at yesterday, where um, you know, we see here how um and 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 it's and it's set up kind of throughout the universe because we see the building blocks of life throughout the universe and we and we see how like dna it comes from the the rna and all of that Mm. and but they just they they just made the point though here that this may not be true for for life elsewhere throughout the universe you know what i'm saying so so let me mm -hmm. did you get to the sixth point no, no, I, I'm only on four. I'm on number four. All right, I'm going to read the sixth point. We're going to close out the video. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, good night, Teddy, Kathy. Yep, good night. <laughs> uh, I wanted to go down a little farther, too, though, Unc, but go, I'm going to read this one. For right. living or, organisms uh, utilizing energy from their environment according to the second law of thermodynamics. Without energy from our environment, we would quickly die. Living beings take in energy and transform it in order to operate their bodies and counter entropy. And I want to go into what entropy is too, but uh, which pause everything in the universe, um, uh, which push everything in the universe for. Um, hold on, let me see. Where am I at here? Order, it's new order, um, order disorder. Which, no, no, here it goes. Is which push everything in the universe from order to disorder? Life mm-hmm. is in the large part of fight against increasing imp- entropy that we eventually will lose. Fifth living thing, fifth living things respond to their environment. Creatures may move around to find preferable temperatures or sources of food. Many aspects of the human body, sweat, blood, circulation, hormonal changes, and so on are responses to the environment around us. Rocks, by comparison, do not actively change in response to such environmental effects and you mm-hmm. want to read number six so so okay so the question is why do we talk about the cosmos right and we talk about the cosmos because as you learn about the cosmos you learn about yourself right and that's just that's just a fact right i'll say it again as you understand the cosmos <laughs> you understand yourself and that ain't nothing uh, super duper, that's the reality of where we live at, and we're all composed of the same things that the universe is composed of, and this is what it is. So when you read here, right, and, sit, and, and since I always felt like understanding uh, the origins of humanity, right, because I wanted to prove that the original people that walked the planet and the mothers and fathers uh, were from Africa, and the only way I could prove that is to be able to understand evolution. Right. So when people like uh, um, the young pseudo, okay, disrespectfully make statements 
on a large platform like Nick Cannon's masterclass about evolution ain't real, ain't occur, right? He's really disrespecting African history, right? Without him even knowing it because he's ignorant, ignorant. And they say ignorance is blessed, right? So anybody that wants to understand uh, the origin of African people in African history, then it would be nice. Right? This is a basic joint right here, the chronology of human evolution. All right, I'm working on my second book. Um, it's a banger, I'm gonna let y'all know that. We're working on it about the last, uh, about last two to three years now. All right, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm kind of uh, coming to uh, completion of that work. Uh, I, I wrote it. Um, easy to read through. I like to make easy to read through, take complicated information, a well-sourced out book. You know what I'm saying? But I am telling you, it is anti-African. How did you say anti-Semitic when you say something against the history? So we got to start saying, you you anti-African. So when people is banging against science, nah, nigga, you anti-African with that. We need to do that. So watch, watch this. So we get in life. We understand the life, right? So it says six living... Six living beings show evolutionary adaptation based on Darwin's ideas, ideals. Over time, life on planet Earth has altered dramatically due to the interactions between individual organisms and the environment, okay? Uh, humans are no different. We, we interacted with our environment. People like to separate Africans and humans from all living animals. You can't do it. And they like to separate us from our environment. You can't do it. It's a traits that allow individuals to survive over time mean the survivors pass on their genes to subsequent generations. See, it's always been not the survival of the fittest, the survival of the fit genes, the survival of the genes, okay? And those genes help in the process, okay, of giving birth to valuable offspring. When I say valuable offspring, I mean you have children that have the ability, first of all, not be sickly all the time and make it to the age of reproduction, right? That would be, would be considered a valuable offspring. Traits that allow- Sean in the back. Huh? Sean in the back. Uh, You're in there, Sean. Okay, traits that allow individuals to survive over time mean survival, survive, mm, survivors pass on their genes to subsequent generations. This is how living beings achieve immortality. Now, see, we can get real slick right here. Listen, listen closely again, right? This is how living beings achieve immortality. And when I understood that, that's when I immediately knew I had to deal with science. That's an interesting point right there. You know what I'm saying? So if we go back there, watch this. Traits that allow ind individuals to survive over time means survivors pass on their genes to subsequent generations. This is how living beings achieve immortality by passing themselves on to subsequent generations, not by accepting Christ. That's the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. That's yeah, the yeah. point I'm trying to make. Mm -hmm. And that's why the title is for the love of Christ. You really get no mortality 
for the love of Christ. You get mortality by forming strong social families and social structures, right? That mm -hmm. will produce an environment that allow your damn kid not to get shot down at 13, 12, and 10, and 6, and 7, and 23. You know what I'm saying? Build strong communities and environments that allow your children to reach the age of goddamn reproduction. And you will get immortality. This is, if you study African cosmology, African mm -hmm. wisdom, and African stories, when they talk about the ancestors, I'm not saying they knew about damn genes. I'm saying they understood the value and the importance, right? And the value of children and elders and you put that together and you'll have valuable offspring. So who are the ancestors? The ancestors is really the gene pool, the genes. This, this That's who the ancestors are. In us and we embody the ancestors. Let me get out of the area where you might think of getting spooky. We embody the genes of the people that came before us. That's easy work right there. Easy work right there. Let me finish. I see we got a little flavor book in there, Richard Dawkins, The Ancestors. Mm -hmm. This is that how living beings achieve immortality. Not by believing in Jesus Christ or Muhammad or none of that. You ain't going to get mortality from that. You're going to be dead. By passing themselves on subsequent generations, insects that have, watch this. Now we start to understand evolution. Watch this. Insects that, that, that happen to appear camouflaged because they resemble tree bark, are less likely to be eaten by predators and survive to reproduce again. Shifting, it says shifting the surviving traits in later generations. Plants that have produced toxic substances are eaten less frequently than other plants and so pass on their genes through time, gradually over the billions of years of life on Earth, Darwin's evolution shapes the changes, the character of living beings so that certain species live on more successfully than others. Hey man, look man, look, look. So the genetic tale is hey, I want to read the Go I ahead. want to read the next paragraph after that. I, go ahead, though, but I, but we can move on after I read the next paragraph. But go ahead, finish oh, your I, point. I, I just want to show y'all how when we speak in terms of ancestors, right, scientifically speaking, you know ain't no damn ancestor going to come back and see you. You know you can't pray no daggone ancestor. Okay, you know that. So when I'm speaking in terms of ancestors, I'm talking about the traits that's left in me. I'm talking about the gene pool, right? So, so, so I'm honoring my genes, man. I'm honoring what I came from because without having what I came from, I wouldn't be here to even give this message right here. All right? Spooked out and all that crap? Nah, man. So the ancestors is the damn genes. <laughs> well, go ahead. What's up, though, Sean? Oh, you doing, yeah. man? Well, go ahead. Read that. This this continues on from the six. You you was reading the six point, and this is this is the ending part of the six point here. Uh, 
history, the history of life on Earth has left us a heritage. The earliest known life comes from the Strelipool area of West Australia. As we have seen and dates to about 3.4 billion years ago. These are primitive cyanobacteria, tiny spherical oval and tubular structures. Other researchers have found life claimed to be as old as 3.9 years, but these results are yet unconfirmed. So, and, and I, I always talk about the cyanobacteria. I, I don't know if you, you remember, Unc, but I bring it up quite a bit when we when we get to talking about, uh, you know, uh, life on Earth and all that. I always tell people, figure out what, what a stromatolite, a, a stromatolite is um, built up uh, cyanobacteria that has lived and died. And so they still live on that same area. So they like they pile up and calcify. And then they look, they look like look, they look like rocks that's coming up out of like wet wetlands and shit like that. But they they cyanobacteria, you know what I'm saying? And this is the early, and they still here today. You can still th these things are still here today, right now, and they and they date back to 3.4 billion years. So this is the the earliest. This is some of the earliest life on Earth. You know what I mean? But I'm a, I'm gonna continue to read. It says, uh, clearly life on Earth took hold relatively quickly following the so-called late heavy bombardment. I also talked about this too, uh, the late heavy bombardment and, and how um, all of these comets from, from interstellar space is, is coming to bombard the early Earth, you know, and... Um, and, and in these in these comets and asteroids and things like this, it has these uh, the building blocks for it to 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 start this microbial life, like the uh, cyanobacteria. But I'm gonna continue on reading. Um, where was I here? Okay, it says the, the so-called late heavy bombardment. Uh, some and this this took place uh, 4.1 to 3.8 billion years ago the period in which many small bodies in the solar system slammed into Earth and there entered planets and moons. The development of life on Earth driven by Darwinian evolution leaves, uh, leaves a fascinating timeline behind and makes us wonder if every similar evolutionary path may have occurred on have occurred on countless other planets in the universe and I'll, I'll leave I'll end with that but uh, I think that was a good chapter um, to uh, touch on uh, after the conversation we had uh, on our FaceTime uh, yesterday so I think that was pretty cool man that yeah. chapter and it goes it goes even deeper. I mean, like the the chapter is is it, I mean it just continues on and on and on. But you know, go ahead, huh? Yeah, this concrete Corey reading list right here. We're going over concrete Corey's reading list right here. I seen somebody put the book in there. Uh, the selfish gene. Who did that by Dawkins? Sean, so you got to turn his mic on or something. Promoting the panelists. He he in limbo. 
I, I wanted to put this in there, uh, the uh, Richard Dawkins, uh, uh, ancestors tale. This is going into the gene that what you was just talking about in that paragraph that you had read. This is, I mean, like this will get you won't have no questions about the paragraph you had just read. You know, for the audience, this for the audience. I already know you don't got no questions, uh, but you know. Um, you know, Richard Dawkins argued that um, religion don't come by way of natural selection. He thinks it's like just leftover baggage, <laughs> pretty much. That's exactly what it is, bro. Religion come and go, too. Y'all know that, right? So right now we're in an age where people ain't even building religion like that. It'll, it'll pop back. It'll raise ugly head again. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, what's up, brother? Ah, oh, sure. I'm chilling, man. What's good? What's up, everybody? Oh man, you know we ain't here getting in there, man. We want to slide yeah. into the vaccines. What's in good, America. Sean? Man, chilling, core. I see you on your favorite subject. <laughs> man, oh, you know, I you can't shut me up, man. Once we get on this subject, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You know, I'm I, astronomy I, I, enthusiast. Corey, get the rocket of that cosmos, though. <laughs> hey, just sit back and watch him. You know what I mean? Sit back and watch him. All I can tell you, man. Nah, but for real, it is interesting when you when you uh, think about it. You know what I mean? Like initially, people don't go as deep as that. Like they don't think about how how everything transpired, which goes back to Unk point when he argues evolution all the time. Mm-hmm. So at the, at the beginning of this, what actually happened? We we can't be too specific, but we can be as clear as we could based on the evidence that we have. Well, people be like, what evidence do you have, you know, for like the, the creation of the cosmos or the, the, the Big Bang, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody always say, how can you prove the Big Bang, right? You know what I'm saying? No matter how much information, scientific information that goes over everybody's head, they can't fathom something like the Earth not being an Earth before and then something transpiring that shifted the axis or made the earth become what it is, what, what's known to us today, millions and millions upon millions of years. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think that when we slow, no matter if you slowed it all the way down, creationists can't fathom how this actually makes things unique and we see ourselves in the light of creation, right? Mm-hmm. And they say they come from the the, the dirt. They were form, formulated by the dirt or, or and or they contain the, you know, protons, neutrons, electrons, photons. <laughs> they just start making mm-hmm. stuff up. But, you know, they try to say that they come, basically the periodic table makes up all these things they got going on, right? So I know, uh, he, I know Young Dummy came up to unk. And I was thinking, how could how could we make them understand what actually transpired to get to your point, to get to the point of human evolution from the Big Bang? Or your for in, in this instance, your interfish. And you, you just evolving from all of that. Well, if we study our, if we study our creation, well, our not our creation, sorry our evolution through history, we can kind of see that same development in the Big Bang, if you can understand what I'm saying. Like, I'm basically saying the Absolutely. way, mm-hmm. the, way no. the Earth took time, 
right? It took a lot of time. There was so many. It was multi-climate, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's Multi-climate. going. It's spinning on the outside. It's spinning in one direction, but on the core, on the inside, it's going in the opposite direction. And you're trying to figure out why is it, why is the core going in the opposite direction of the outer shell? Is that how we're able to create balance? And, you know, I don't think people really get into that because they don't know that the, the core of the earth is going in one direction at so many miles per hour. They're like, how do y'all know that? You know what I mean? When when archaeologists or whoever digging in the dang on ground, they're trying to go as far as they can in the Earth's core because they're trying to find out more about the development of the Earth. And even when when they're drilling for what oil, you know what I mean? When they got them oil rigs out there on the shores and they drilling for oil, drilling for oil, drilling in the Earth like that. They know that they can only go so far before they tap into not being able to get what they're looking for. Or causing a massive problem or another huge oil spill and so on and so forth. So I like these topics because it's over people's heads. But even when you slow it down, they can't fathom that, you know, everything goes through this maturation of birth, uh, maturation, um, and then it evolves into a high stage. And then, you know, uh, and then, you know, you'll see a rebirth of something that, that reoccurs. And this has been the phase in in the earth. This has been the phase in basically the, the cosmos. This has been the, the same thing that's going on with, with basically human evolution. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Fact that, buddy. No doubt, Sean. I, I wanted to uh I wanted to say too um that even though you you see this book is a book on cosmos but they you can never get away from evolution when you're talking about the universe you you see what i'm saying so that just goes to your point you know we we talking about darwinian evolution in a book about the cosmos so i just wanted to highlight that for you just to yeah, um, absolutely. I think uh, when we go back and we pull back uh, African times, right? When we get into African times and we see what Takah, you know, uh, when he's talking about what was that, chapter two or three um, in uh, in African times? I don't know if you still got that, but really, that's, that's what kind of you know what I mean. Slowed it down for me a little bit. I was I was digging in his book. You know, when I first got the book and anybody who had the book, you know, this was one of the first books that that, that made me like be like, man, I, I ain't even on this level. <laughs> uh, but I got it like, hold up. Let me cut my camera off for the for the people. But y'all y'all got the big boy stuff, you know what I mean? Y'all got the big boy stuff, so but, shit, man, the car shit, the big boy shit. Hey, no. Yeah. Hey, y'all, y'all forgot. Y'all don't see people getting this lately. What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah. And I, I need y'all talking about. Y'all put this together. Yo, this is one of my first pieces I put together. Uh I took a collection of different works, man. Put that shit together. Yeah, that's the Af- yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that shit right there. Gene oh, is 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 good too, you know what I'm saying? That's a real, that's a real deal right there. That's yeah, I, I think Corey going with all the stuff that you reading. Even though you you know what I'm saying, some people will be like, "Well, you don't need to read this. You got that." But 
from the beginning of this particular book, yo, the beginning of this book, he go right into your favorite subject, off the muscle. Oh yeah, man, he he talking about you the whole time. <laughs> off the muscle. Chapter all one, he go he go straight into methods, and then he look, he talk crazy about all what, the other what, people, what, yo. What, what, the name of it? Uh, African times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he come, he come from the universe already. You know what I mean? So, for instance, let's deal with this. He says, "Movement of time, uh, cosmos before the present universe." All right. Now he source here Theophilobanger. See, this is what people don't really get. So this is where we start. Now, think about what you're reading. Mm-hmm. Think about what you read, because some of this stuff, you know, we can we can kind of update. And uh, deal with, but he, I think he did another book. But down in matter, I know some stuff can update. But it no says, Paulo Banger, the most advanced African uh, historian of antiquity, living in this uh, his book, African Philosophy, Pharaonomic Period. I don't want to get too much into that because he's talking about that. But he basically talks about in the beginning, uh, of course, how the creation of the earth come about. Right? Talk about. Uh, he said the beginning there was matter. You know, basically saying water, incoherent, obscure. Obscure yet potential, powerful, dynamic, creative, and innovative, and uh, generative source. It says right from the start, matter is uh, posited in the form of pri- uh, primal water at the origins of the universe. This primordial uh, ma- matter was in the form of qualitative, different than what uh, would later emerge from or be born of it. The most important thing to note is that it pos- uh, positive matter prior to anything else. So he kind of did deal with that a little bit. You know what I mean? They get into a whole bunch of stuff. But he talks about time, speed, all these things that you 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 know, scientists use to measure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the stuff that you like. Mm-hmm. You and all the, you know, you like that. That's a, math, thick, that. that's a that's a that's a thick one there too, Sean. Yeah, it took me three months to read this book. Oh my god, man. Hey, look, I don't know if you can see it. Let's see chapter one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. gets into right directly yeah. into what you like. Yeah. Yeah. He get into that stuff you like right there off the rip. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think I saw the book. Huh? How old is the book? This book, uh, it's about. I've seen that book before. Oh, you, you did something with that book. Or, didn't you? What? 26, yeah, Uncle used to show this book. Uh, 2016. Oh, 20, oh, 2016, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, he got the he got he got something in another book me and Uncle need to get into. We ain't got into that book yet, though, Uncle. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. No, 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 no. Not just the I'm talking about in car. I think that the old Maxinato. Nah, they ain't here. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about the other one. The other book. Oh, the cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's what two page two forty six or something like that. We got we got to get into that. All right, we get into it. All books get yeah. around here. This, this is though. It says the universe is constantly in motion. It has no days off. Moving at a colossal speed, stars and suns with their own rings of planets. They revolve on their axes and turn with their entire galaxy as it turns on its own axis. Each star is a blazing, fiery, solar hurricane. Its entire surface is in the state of bubbling, erupting, burning, hot agitation with colossal, fiery heat 
waves passing over the turbulent stars burning hot surface. Says galactic fire streams shoot out as gigantic streams of internal heat, pulsating, throbbing, illuminating, pouring forth into space in the form of radiation, giving life to planets and their moons. Physical gravitation, uh, gravitational fields connect the particles, allowing them to interact and thus exit. Think about all that stuff yeah. that's going it's, on right there. That was here. a solar plume. He's talking about a solar plume right there. <laughs> See, that's why I say you <laughs> like this stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, dang, oh, man. You, yeah, man. It's, your, I, 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 it's particles coming off of there. It, it comes from deep in the... He said, he, I mean, he, he basically said it in a philosophical way. It comes from deep in the sun's core, you know what I'm saying? And it, yep. and it, uh, eject, it ejects amongst and, and creates, you know, energy for the rest of the, the uh, solar system, you know what I'm saying? It's ejected, yeah. uh, ionized particles, you know what I mean? So what do you feel about this? Billions of stars, the organizing bodies of any solar system, are suns with their own rings of planets revolving on their axes and turning with the entire galaxy as it turns on its own axis. Each star, a blazing, fiery solar hurricane, its entire surface is in a state of bubbling. The same thing, bubbling, erupting, burning, hot agitation with colossal fire, heat waves passing over turbulent stars, burning hot surfaces. Galactic mm -hmm. fire streams shoot out as gigantic streams of internal heat pulsating, throbbing, illuminating, and pouring forth into space in a form of radiation giving life to planets and their moons. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. He see, he talked about like the so like the spin of the, the galaxies, the so the stars is is yeah. the way the the spin of the galaxy go, they're going around what's what's called a supermassive black hole. That's why the that's why the 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 that's what um <laughs> The stars is is revolving around, you know what I mean? Uh, they revolving around the supermassive black hole, and it, and then the planets is revolving around the, the suns. Each each star, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Each planetary system is re revolving around each star. So yeah, he hitting it. He hitting it on the money, man. Like you know, at, at least that's the way I'm interpreting it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson, and then he uses uh Lawrence M. Cross. My, that's my, they're my yeah, two no, number bro. one guys in the world. <laughs> my two number one guys in the world. If he getting yeah. them, if he go, if he reading them, he reading the baddest boys in the world. That's Pete that's, Pete. that's the call, man. <laughs> yeah. about, man. He one of yeah. the first pe people in the community that supported my atheism. Quiet is kept. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, he was like, yeah, bad boy. he was like, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I never forget it, y'all. I came out to meet him, and he was just saying, "Man, no matter what you go through, man, you keep doing it. Ain't nobody bringing it like that. Not that way." <laughs> what that say, Sean? That's Lawrence M. Kraus right there, man. Yep, the it. greatest warrior ever told. You know what I'm saying? The car atheist. The car's an atheist. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, see, see. The truth is, I, I, I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret, right? In this community, you look down and frowned on if you that. Oh my God! As the white people prove to me that Africans was that, it's just be a little bit too much. They be doing a little bit too much. Like that's gonna really. But the truth is, man, nobody listens to the show believe in Jesus. Nobody listens to the show believe in Muhammad Allah. None of that. They don't believe it. They don't believe it. So even if you make up your own God, whatever, based off of the 2020 definition of what they saying, man, you would be an atheist. 
whether you like the damn world or not, you do not believe. Simple as that. Dr. Ben did not believe. John Jackson does not believe. The car don't believe. They just don't. So I just came out. I don't feel like playing no games. Shit, y'all ain't got to like me anyway. It don't matter. I ain't getting this for y'all to like me. Man, I got in this to give y'all some information that wasn't nobody going to give you, right? Because it was in a secret vault called the damn library in the college and universities. I came into a situation where people was banging on the universities. Oh, the white man university. Man, the hell with all that, man. I'm reading this books, man. I ain't, look, hell with that. I'm going down there to Georgia State, right? And I'm reading, I'm going in the library. You just walk right in the damn library and I'm sitting down and I'm reading, man. I don't care. I don't care what color it was. I don't care what's the color of the person who wrote the damn book. So I just wanted to be, I wanted people to be comfortable with being able to say, well, I'm reading this Europeans work. There you go, man. White man science, man. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, they be, yeah, they, yeah, they play that game all day. But I just wanted to make it fashionable to be able to read all goddamn books. White boys read all books. The Arabs read all books. Successful countries read all books. And I want everybody to tune into the cosmos. It's a, it's a global study of how science has been through in the age. It's a global study. Yeah, so um, where you at? Uh, I'm so, so you quiet today, man. What's up? Where you at? So damn quiet, man. Yeah, man I'm, no, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. You know, I, and, yeah, I do the cosmos. You know, I'm on the ground with us, so I'll be trying to I'll be listening and learning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all learning. So now we got, let's, let's throw the link. You throw the link in the chat, CK? If we got any questions, somebody want to come in and, you know what I mean, and, you know, see what's up, see if they want to uh, ask some or have a point or whatever. So you think it's, uh, I, you know, I, I heard one person when they talk about life, right, life, life being out there, right? Of course. He was saying, you know, it's possible that, you know, some life, like, you know, been here though, went extinct. You yep. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's possible we our life form here can go extinct and then another life form or something, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah, a fact. Time, no time, is, time is, is vast and is 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 a is a major factor. So it's all about timing, definitely. We so, won't we'll see it. So like I think we're in the middle of what the sixth mass extinction right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, we, right, right now we're in the midst mm -hmm. of the sixth mass extinction, and I'm thinking it's created by humans. Okay, and we need to get the cracking. <laughs> All right, I'm letting y'all know. Need to get the cracking, but all of these extinctions came life. Am I not right, Mr. Court? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. he even out of even out of stars dying, stars going supernova. That's how we got here. That the the atoms in your the atoms in your left hand uh, may be different, may have came from a different star than the atoms in your right hand. We, you know, this is this is like some of the things that that the the real physicists and these are some of the math equations that the real astronomers they this, this is what they do they they do this this real that that real math you know and like i said a star going supernova is what gave us let, allowed us to be here so things that 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 die you know gives way for other things to come along that's just the cycle of life throughout the cosmos period whether you're on earth 
whether you're in the Milky Way galaxy, whether you're in, in the Andromeda galaxy, wherever. That's just the cycle of life. Go ahead, oh, huh? Yeah, no, no, you, you, man, that's right there. So let's talk about, this is my favorite extinction, the, the, uh, the great oxidation. That's my favorite one. Where oxygen, oh, yeah, where heavy amounts of oxygen was introduced to Earth's atmosphere and it killed everything. Right, except those those things that could survive and take oxygen, you know what I'm saying? Because oxygen was a poison. Okay, so the great oxidation, look it up, the great oxidation. Okay, look that up. Also look up the great killing. That's another uh mass extinction, the great killing. All right. So but this but the great oxidation, I think this was at what uh four billion years ago, something like that. That that was right at like three point nine, three point yeah, yeah, four point one, four point one. Yeah, so this so oxygen came and just wiped everything out, almost. This is what we talking about the what we talked about the cyanobacteria. But go ahead, I, I don't mean to keep interrupting you. Go ahead. Now you great. Now you great with that. So I'm just showing you out of death, right? Uh, definitely comes life, and and this is the story that our ancestors uh, was trying to tell like the rising of the great phoenix. These are the stories that they told. You look at African cosmology, uh, you know, look at it, all right? Now, I'm not saying it was scientific sound. That's not what I'm saying. But they understood the, the, the life and death. And out of death comes life. They, they, they clearly understood that. They, they talked about the ancestors. So, they, so, they, so, so biologically, they understood uh, how if you pass your genes on, you ain't went no damn way. You, you, you're immortal. And they didn't have to use the word genes. It's just they understood that. They, they, they knew. As, they, as you hold your baby in your arms, right, for all the fathers out there, and you look the baby in his face, and you see your damn self, right? For me, when the babies was born, man, I used to like to take them outside, you know, and I, and I hold them up to the cosmos, because that's what the hell they came from, the cosmos. And this is what I did for my babies. And all my babies got African names on their damn birth certificates. You want to really play with me? That's how I did it. So I always wanted to represent the change I wanted to see in the world. Okay? So, you know, my, shit, my kids got some damn names. And I made it so, because you know how white people, they like to cut this name down and all that, and, oh, that's too complicated. So I made it so, right, as they cut it down, you still get the African flavor and power. Still. But yeah, man, that's why I held my babies up to the cosmos because that's, I mean, that's who he is, man. Then you get people playing with it. Oh, the stardust. But as soon as you say the stardust, right, then, then, then you diving into cosmology, the cosmos, and then you diving into life on Earth. And the only way you're going to explain is through evolution. So don't make a daggone evolutionary statement about stardust. We come from stardust. To add on to that, Corey, when we talk about the elements in our body, this is what we do know. We know that there's some trace elements that are forged in our body that the sun that we look at every day does not burn hot enough to forge those trace elements. So there had to be a larger sun, you know what I'm saying, where those trace elements came from. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, our sun me. is a second generation sun. Go yeah, ahead. Fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, they ain't ready for that, though. Uh, no, they ain't ready to me. understand that. No. Our son is a second generation son. Right. Uh, it it comes from a son that wasn't big enough to go supernova and create a black hole. But what it did was it created a dust cloud that allowed a, it, what, what we call a nebula 
and, and which is the uh, birthplace of stars and allow our star to be born. They say it might even be a third generation star, but I, I don't know. They, 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 Lawrence Krauss ain't liking that too much. So if he ain't liking it, I ain't liking it either. <laughs> <laughs> Ross been in the back. Yeah, that that dude a bad boy, man. Like, but I'm yeah. saying this would make this would make somebody a bad boy to me. Let me tell you what make, make you a bad boy to me, yo. That one, you ain't a motherfucking racist. Like you can't, I'm not a listen. I might say your work is tight, but you're a fucking racist. All right. But what make you a bad boy to me is, is that you don't show that. You stick to the motherfucking science. And then you make complex ideas simple, and I can understand it. So I can teach mm-hmm. people. That's what them dudes do. Yeah. I think I think Tyson, Neil deGrasse, you know what I'm saying? He bring the black flavor with the jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, that's why I like cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know how Seti used to bring it before he just went all out, tried to go all out war and bump his head against the halls of science. <laughs> he had to bring the jokes and teach a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But yeah, yo, but but Lawrence Krauss, man, that boy bring them, man, come on, man. Gravitational, what gravitational lensing. Right. Mm. We maybe we'll talk about that next week gravitational lensing and how it allows us to see farther back in the cosmos, which is in chapter, what damn chapter is that? Chapter five, what is that, yo? Hold on. Oh, and, and, uh, and uh, um, you're talking about uh, the greatest story ever told? Yeah, right here. Huh? No. Whoa, right here. Shit. 15? Well, that might be, uh... Not the dark matter, the chapter for the dark matter, I think 12, chapter 12. Chapter 12, yo. Some of the Big Bang. Oh, is that in the Cosmos or in the... Oh, that's in damn. The... Chapter 12, how large is the Cosmos? Y'all got to get this, man. We... Hey, where you at, CK? How I'm large is you? Here you go, hey. the Big right, 11, the Big Bang in Cosmic Let... Echo. Let me explain who David Etcher is while we on his book. I mean, we ain't really introduced David Etcher in... in, in uh, this is a great book, but who he is is he's the, the editor. He he's the chief editor of Astronomy magazine. And Man. one of the most one of the most recognized uh astronomy enthusiasts in the world. So he's he's on he's not I want I won't I don't want to insult him by saying he, he on my level. But what I what I consider myself is a astronomy enthusiast. And that's and and that's what he considers himself. He's not a physicist, but he writes books. He understands what the physicists say, right? He read the papers, mm-hmm. the journal. I mean, he sit down and have tea with Lawrence Krauss and all these boys. You know what I'm saying? And so what he does is he writes books for people like me in the audience to understand it. But, you know, it, it, he, he just he just pretty a good writer. You know what I mean? But he the president of the Astronomy Foundation and a member of the board of directors um, in Sturmis at the Sturmis Festival, which is a highly uh, scientific festival that like all of the great scientists, physicists, all of them go there and show they knew, you know, all the new research, all the new papers and everything. 
but um you know that's this is david etcher and this is just uh one of his books and like i said anything all of his books all of his dvds and everything they're not made for the for a, a physicist to come and read it it's made for people off the street just to come read it and, and get a good understanding of up-to-date very up-to-date information like this was this was um uh, uh published by cambridge university so you're like you ain't writing no junk and getting it published by cambridge university um no you ain't sitting in their library no crazy shit no like they no, do no. At, at the howard joint they let, they let get away with that Nah, they ain't. They, ain't doing yeah, that they definitely ain't. Let alone you ain't sitting in their library, but they definitely ain't publishing no books with no garbage. <laughs> nah, nah, they ain't doing and, that. Uh, hey, CK. Oh, go ahead. What was the name? No, I was just gonna say it was written. In, it was written back in 2015. So this is very, very up to date information. You know what I mean? So just to let y'all know that. What announcements you had to make, and then I'll give you the title of the book because the reason why. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie. I've been multitasking this whole time. Oh, yeah. Just say I mean, we got shooting. 80 people in here. It's close to 100. Yeah, I'm a, I got to sign out right now, too, CK. I'm, I'm busy, too. I'm working. Yeah. No, it's got... all good. It's all good. I got you. <laughs> anyway, oh, boom. Dude, stop it. Stop it. What? Y'all shooting at each other. Call of duty. I know all three of y'all. Nah, nah, nah. She asked, she sent me an early. Ask Corey about she, me. I know what she's talking about. It'll be working. Anyway. Well, first of all, yeah. I just wanted to say yeah. peace to everyone. Thank you, everybody, for coming through to the show tonight. Hopefully, y'all are having a good time. We're learning some stuff. You know, I'm pretty sure once we get some other people on the panel, we start switching the topics up. It'll get a little bit more heated up in here. You know what I mean? So I've been kind of spreading the word to let everybody know that I definitely was going to be doing an announcement today. I didn't think I would have it ready by today, but it's it's good enough to where I think it's cool to announce. For those of y'all that may not know, well, you're going to know today. About a year ago, December 2019, I made a Discord server for New Black Knowledge. It's actually been going pretty strong. We've had some issues, you know, and things have gotten somewhat better. But, you know, it is what it is. It's still a strong place to be. You know, we're taking people there on a case-by-case basis. But I wanted to proudly announce tonight that the pseudo-killers will have their own Discord server and it will be active as of tonight. So it will be an open link. Anyone and everyone will be able to join. Anyone that was kicked or banned from the New Black Knowledge Discord server, this is your second chance at an opportunity to join a Discord server again. There will be rules in place. There will be mods in place. I definitely learned a lot from making my, um, from making the first Discord server because that was my first time making one. So I learned a lot from that. So I was able to kind of get this one up and running a whole lot quicker. Of course, people can make suggestions um, and we'll make changes as we go. Um, the plan is to try to make this a little bit more integrated into the pseudo killers. We'll have quizzes, we'll have surprise, um, sweepstakes, uh, giveaways, you know, videos. We'll be sharing sources, we'll be sharing free books, free apps, everything. So hopefully everybody joins. You know, like I said, it will be an open link. So y'all will be able to pretty much share that link and have other people join. But it would be preferable if we would keep Black people in the server 
wouldn't want to have a gang of Caucasian people coming through, causing all kind of racist ruckus, you know. But that was the announcement for tonight. So hopefully everyone joins, you know, people that may have to catch the replay on this video, please, you know, just let them know like, hey, I know y'all probably missed the uh, pseudo killers last night. You probably missed up show last night. But yo, here's the link, come through. And just make it known that if you use a different name in Discord than your name that's on YouTube, please make that known so we know that is you. And mm. that's pretty much it. If anybody has any questions, by all means, make it known. Of course, all of the pseudo killers that are, you know, us on the panel will all be admins and we'll select certain people to be mods. Anyone that is a mod, they will be able to advocate or to vote someone in as a mod. Pseudos will be allowed to join this server. That's the only difference between this server and the new Black Knowledge Discord server. Pseudos will be allowed to join this server. Join at your own mother flipping risk. There will be no mercy. You will get ganged up on. You will get daggered. It's not going to be easy for you. I'm just making it known. It's not going to be easy for you. But if people get to being, I'm not going to lie, people get to being threatening people's lives, cussing people out, calling people all kind of crazy names. I ain't doing that. Mods and admins will be able to boot people. And if and only if, if this goes pretty good, if we can get a decent amount of people in here, a decent amount of engagement, I'm not going to lie. I will float the idea to um, to make certain pseudos mods, but only as mods over other pseudos. I can I can tweak the settings like that to where I can do that. So there's a hierarchy here. So I'll be dropping that link as of right now. Can you load an audiobook on that, CK? Hell yeah. There's a a gang of audiobooks in the uh, MBK Discord server. A shit ton. All right, because I'm going to give you all my uh, a few of mine so we can load them up in there. Yeah, I'm still tweaking it now. Yeah, we I didn't think I would have it this way. I'm gonna load, load it up. I got a bunch of audio books. Listen, yeah. we're gonna keep it, we're gonna keep that scientifically literate, literate over there. We're gonna focus strict, strictly on the science. This is gonna be one of the first books in there. We got this book. Sherman got yeah, it. Yeah, all I read is science book. <laughs> this is gonna be one of the first DVDs in there, you know what I mean? Black mm-hmm. holes explained right. by Apple. Pinko. Yeah, we go. That's how we doing it. All right, we're gonna have all the cosmic shit in there, yo. All right, black, white, the whole nine yards. That's what we doing. Um, so beware. This how we getting down. Hey, shout out to CK. She didn't kept the brother strong. See, that's what the sisters do. They come through. Yeah, appreciate that, sis. That's that good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, we'll be at any. any well, yeah, Sean, should we talk? Well, how much time we've been rocking? Uh, uh, one minute, one hour and 19 minutes, right? Um, so, yeah. I ain't saying nothing. It's cool. Hey, uh, say nothing. It's cool. Say nothing. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you crazy. You need to up saying the wrong shit about the cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all learning. We all learning together. I'm just an enthusiast. <laughs> I'm just a, a yeah, that's what I want to say about enthusiasts. And so, yeah, you know, what, though, I agree with you on the cosmos. <laughs> hey, you know who find all, uh, a lot of the bones, right? And 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 a lot of a, a lot of stuff. It'd be the enthusiasts, yo, to do that. 
Feel who? The enthusiasts be finding a lot yeah. of dinosaur bones. It don't be the professionals, yo. It's crazy, yeah, they, right? The planets, they find the planets too. The, the enthusiasts yep. are yeah. find all the planets and the stars and all yep. that. Crazy, yo. Once you learn it, you learn it, yo. Like I'm gonna tell you, I've been in museums and had and had detailed conversations. I done downloaded one of them with, with you know with, with the people that actually worked the museum and in the anthropology section in the evolutionary room and start and start picking up the skulls, the pieces of skulls. Oh, that's oh that's uh, Homo naledi right there. Oh, that's uh, uh, Australopithecus uh, uh, Afro uh, Afrogenesis. That's a, yeah, yo, like come on, man, I love that shit, man. Trust me. Yep. Yeah, because because it's how we tell black history. Nahisi said it's two hours, huh? Is it? Yeah, we Because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought so, you yeah, were starting you at nine. You, you was gone. I came back. I was rocking about 940, something like that. 945. Yeah, yeah. We're going to switch over to the pseudo killers. We're going to talk some vaccines over there, man. How about that? For an hour. Y'all love for the what? What we doing? Yeah, I'm rocking. Let me see. Hey, put that cash at me, man. Yeah, we're getting our we're getting our, our our setups together, yo. This is what we need. I'm telling you, back on us, man. We gotta compete. The only way to compete, yo, is get our studios right. There's no other way to do it. I, I, I thought that was the pseudo killers the whole time. That's why. I, that's why I went hard <laughs> with the information. If I knew that was the real black atheists, I would have settled the information down a little bit. I wouldn't have gave y'all all that, you know? Atheists to be a pseudo killer, though. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear all a little bit of crying or a little bit. Nah, we ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. We got a nice little crowd here, man. What's up? What the hell is Nahisi at, man? Pseudo killer, official Mossy Clan warrior, official man. Shout out to your son for winning the daggone championship, man. We celebrate the youth around here. Mm -hmm. All right? Peace, peace, Nahisi. Peace to Nahisi. He'll never forget that. He'll never forget that championship because I remember all the championships I won growing up. Yeah, never forget it because that's some hard shit to do on any level is to win. How about that? Now, uh, whether it's pro, pop, Warner, low league, pony league, baseball, hey, whatever, winning is winning. Uh, just the higher levels you go, the more people know about it. Yeah, but shout out to that young man. Maybe one day he tune in and he be shouting his team out. All right, that's real. All right, so we're going to switch to the pseudo killers, man. Y'all should subscribe to the pseudo killer channel, man. Right now, hit the like and subscribe button over here, man. Hit that cash app, man. All right, yo, we get microphones, better cameras. We're getting off this. This is this is not what this is not what we're doing. We're not doing this. We're gonna come out nice and crispy because the world is competition. The cosmos is competition. It's the gravity fights stars, right? All in competition. It's entropy. We fighting against the entropy. I, I forgot to go. I forgot to go into that a little bit. But we'll we'll go that, into that. Do that next hey, week. We, we, we can go on that on pseudo killers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We got to fight against that entropy, man. Like the universe is trying to trying to get everything to to equalize. It's trying to disperse everything equally. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we gotta 
We got to fight against that. We got to fight against the false equivocations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things ain't equal with us. We different. <laughs> different. Drop that link again, uh, CK, because we're going to hit up. We're hitting up two shoe killers right now, man. Look, appreciate everybody, man. We're going to go ahead and finish this up, man. On pseudo killers, man. We're going to get into vaccines. Watch how slick I changed the channel thing, too. Vaccines. Vaccines and the harm, harmful effects to black people. Do they kill black people? Or do guns kill black people? <laughs> What's safer? <laughs>